Welcome to The Consumerists. Hi, we're back. I'm Sarah. And I'm Ricky. We're your co-hosts. Yeah, we're still we're still going strong. I feel like I'm going to say that at the beginning of literally every episode. It so shocks us every it. time. No, I it know. just shocks us every time that we're actually still doing this. is a ninth episode. I think this is our, our ninth no. or tenth. Ninth or tenth Maybe? episode, which is... Can we have more like a 10 episode party? Yeah, I mean, I've never committed to anything for nothing, this long in nothing. my entire life. Like, like I've sorry. considered You're quitting. You're married, so. I'm married, <laughs> but I we basically started this podcast around the same time, so it's like oh marking, like practically, so. Okay, but that means right? you have to spend your first wedding anniversary with me instead of your husband, just oh, saying. Sorry, Matt. Deal, so, deal. like, it's so, this is very important, so. Deal. Matt and I <laughs> see each other. So much, so <laughs> yeah. much. You're the only people you see right now, so we All deserve this. we see. We're getting along better than I ever would have imagined we would. Like after, Aww. it's almost like a year. Well, we get along generally, but we've been almost together in this house 24-7 yeah. for a year. And, wow. you know, I owe it to him. He, I am not the easy one. <laughs> I'm not the easy one. You you both have your things and it's amazing and I live for them quite frankly. Oh, it's so funny. Can Um, I just say like I miss our brunches mm. so much. Like I literally dream of going to brunch with you like and just, oh my God. Like I took it for, I took it for... Credit? No. Was that the one I'm Granted? For? I took it for, granted. Whoa, my brain. No, I just had like a total... It's been a long... This. I know there's like a lot of memes out there, but this has truly been the longest week. Like how is it... It, so much has happened in one week. Oh, <laughs> on every front. Like, it, oh my God. It, shit, shit week. Um, in so many ways. And we, in Alberta, we've been, you know, we have two more weeks of a stricter lockdown, which is great if it it's going to help numbers go down and for people sure. stay healthy. But it also sucks for shopping. Let's just admit it. And I just want to see, I know, it's so, and I just want to see you for brunch. Like, yeah, we used brunch. to go minimum mm. every other Sunday, like, Oh, uh, and it. you know what I just, you know what I really loved when we just did it? Like, can you go for brunch right now? And I'd be yeah. like, yes. Can you meet in 15 minutes? Yes. I can yes, do all that. Let's just do it. Let's just I know. go right now. And we're like there. That was our best. Okay. But so Ricky and I have this like epic battle over time of brunch. So Ricky says brunch, but the time he is suggesting is a hundred percent breakfast. So like Ricky loves like an eight, if I would go for brunch with him at eight 30, like you would be down for that. But like, I'm like, yes. Oh, 11. And so we've, Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Our, we've negotiated our brunch time over the years. It's 10 15. 10 15 works. It's, we it really, seems we to literally, work. <laughs> you know? Oh, it's so funny. I, I think it's funny that we we came up with 10 15. 10 15. And um, I you think you're going to come. I, I really put my foot down on that because, okay, let me just make a case for that. You. <laughs> okay. You get out of that brunch. If you start at 11 or noon, you get out at like two or three. And like, especially in the winter, it's already almost dark. Like it's just kind of depressing. It brings me back to the feeling of being a kid. And on Sunday night, like the boring shows would come on. You knew school was the next day. So true. I like to max Sunday scaries, right? So I want to have the longest Sunday possible. That means starting (laughs) so early. Anyway, (laughs) so I I applaud you for indulging me. For put, I push you. I mean, the fact that 
I say 11 and you say 8.30 and we've met at 10.15, you've come a lot. Love. Like, you've, you've, you've pushed a lot closer to my, to my side. But I've honestly, given, I used to be, you... like, so hungover on a Sunday morning. Like, what am I trying to do at 9 a.m.? Like, nothing. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I mean, those days are a little bit behind me. I'm sure they'll come back. But can I just tell the most hilarious story? This was, like, years ago now. Oh, okay. I was up so early on a Sunday because um, the – the smoke detector or the, all the fire alarms <laughs> were going off in my building because like the the restaurant in my building had like actually legit had a fire. So there was like all these fire well, trucks. It was actually a crazy day. And did they not have the proper, I feel like they didn't have proper ventilation. No, they didn't. They had to do like a whole thing. They had to and, yeah, like it was, spend like $200,000 on it or something. Yeah, it was crazy. So it was like an actual fire. And P.S., the things that I chose to grab in that moment of panic <laughs> are still to this day. I, wa- I was the last person out of the complex and I walked out holding like a massive glass of water because I was like, well, I'm hungover and I don't know how long we're going to be out here for. And I put on my diamond ring and like a giant coat and was like this. this and I grabbed my computer. <laughs> It's like, like these are what I thought to bring. I could smell smoke. I was like, this is real. Oh my oh, God. Oh my gosh. That's so scary. Yeah, it was so scary. But the best part about this, anyways, of this long-winded story is like I posted, of course, I mean, posted a video on Instagram or something of like the firefighters like pulling in in the scene and Ricky messaged me and didn't even ask like, what's going on? Are you okay? He was like, and it, cause it was like 830 in the morning. It was pretty early. He's like, oh, are you up? Brunch? <laughs> <laughs> less why there was fire trucks like and I was like yeah sure did <laughs> like, we go oh my god yeah I, I got this. let back in like 20 minutes later and then I just put on pants and came this was like two or three years ago it was a while ago I can't remember where we went but I still always think of that story and laugh <laughs> that you were like oh good you're up <laughs> <laughs> like tr- trolling your your account <laughs> to see when you're up early one day and then like I movement <laughs> Anyways, I love it. Okay, Sarah, you know, fires aside and the end of the world, like (laughs) literal. Coos aside, yeah. Coos aside. What did you buy last week? Because that's what I really want to know. That's Okay, well, bed update, everyone. Let's start start with there. The bed bed saga has come to an end. It has reached a conclusion after six weeks of me talking about. It is in my bed. It is currently in my bedroom. It looks great. Honestly, I'm I'm pretty happy with it. Like So it's together. You it's, it's together. Done. You've done. assembled it. And it honestly was really easy. Like I had, yeah, I, I, it was so much easier than an Ikea bed <gasps> because all the rails were already on the slats. Like, oh, so basically yeah. you got like four pieces and it was like, you had to like, yeah, screw things together. Like obviously connect the parts, but with like Ikea, you have to like connect the brackets and like screw like the, the rails onto things and yeah. stuff, right? This was just like the pieces. And then the slats themselves are just like Velcro down, which is great. The headboard came all in one piece. There's no connecting the two. Oh, okay. Yeah. The the drawer. So there's a drawer that like pulls Drawers out at the end of the bed. Tricky. Yeah. That hands down took that took the majority of it. I would say to deconstruct my old IKEA bed that was in there <laughs> took just as long as to put the new bed together. That's like I'm so not even good. joking. Oh my gosh. Can you take a yeah. picture of this bed in your space? Do you are you proud of how it like it's come together or are you still styling? I'm still styling because, okay, so white sales are starting <gasps> The next white week, sale. Or this yeah. weekend. Don't really know, everyone. White sales. So if anyone's not familiar, um, typically in January, white sales, Any, it's usually department stores, but really anyone who kind of sells like bedding, bath, 
Um, get your towels, get your yes, bedding. Get your duvet covers, pillows, whatever you need. All of that stuff kind of goes on sale. Usually like around this time, second, third week of January. So I saw, I think I saw a flyer that the Bays is starting this weekend. Well, the Bays is the definitive so. white sale in yeah. Canada. So it really is. It is yep. the time to go to do it. So I want to get some new bedding and like zhuzh it up a little. And then once that's done, I'll show it to you. Can but I? Oh, yeah. But. No, sorry. Well, I was going to say I was in EQ3 the other day. Ooh. Oh, actually, I was buying candles for you. Oh, Ricky bought me some candles and brought them to my house to cheer me up. <laughs> and it was very sweet. Oh. Uh, um, I love those candles. Did you like them? They're, yeah, they're the amazing. The EQ3 candles. And they the ones they didn't, they were out of white. So I got like this set of like beige, varying tones of beige. And they're super cool looking. Really nice. They're so, so great. Uh, yeah. I was really impressed with what EQ3 is offering right now. I really mm. have always loved them. I have several pieces in my house, in my home. Um, but the bedding, Sarah, was Ooh. really awesome. Like really awesome looking. Um, okay. If you want a certain look, I would definitely not rule it out. Go down there and, you know, and see if you, if you like the vibes even okay. just like everything and their sales are always good. They have a little sale section that you can get like Marameco, um, cute right. stuff. And they have a lot of it on sale. You know, why not? Like a lot, some of those things hardly ever go on sale and they have really designy stuff. So anyway, bedding was, I was really impressed. I was like, I wish I was kind of doing a bed right now. Yeah. Well, I want, um, and that's good to know because as much as the Bay is sort of the quintessential place for the white sale, it's not, I wasn't overwhelmed by what's available. I really want like, yeah, I want like a, and I want like a textured bedspread. Okay. Well, go. I'm going to send you something after this. I'm going to send you a link to the one that I was like, legit, this is what I want. Okay. And it's exactly Ooh. what you're talking about right now. The thing oh, is, it's okay. kind of like the black and white look. Like it's a little drab maybe for you. I think maybe you'd rather like have more color. I don't know. I don't you know, know, sorry, that school I made earlier was like the, sh- the shopping school I made. I've just like shared a secret. It's like hearing someone snort for the first time. <laughs> like, he probably didn't even notice it because I like always make it when I'm giddy about <laughs> shopping. <laughs> I don't know. Do you know what's funny? Like I'm like, do I like color? Do I like all? Like what is my vibe? I don't know. I feel like I've spent so much time... In this house, I've, like, changed my mind, like, seven times. So mm-hmm. I don't know what I want. Like, I'm, mm. like, or I'm, like, convinced I want something and then I get it. And I'm, like, oh, well, I don't story of my life. <laughs> I think, you know, first of all, I think you're an intuitive shopper sometimes. Like, you um, buy what just looks Ooh. good to you, right? Like, it's... Yeah, true. You don't have necessarily sometimes a philosophy going in, you know? You're, you're really so open. It's true. Um, it's a nice way of saying impulsive, but yeah, yeah. no, no, no. Intuitive. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, also you're, you're young. Like why should you have like a set in stone style? Why shouldn't, why shouldn't you get to change your style up over and over again, especially for decor, home decor? You know, I I think it's really nice. So, um, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely do have, like, a weird eclectic, like, I, I definitely buy things that I like, not necessarily things that all go together, right? You know, you know what? If you start, if you like the maximalist look, if you keep I putting do. all those things together, it'll just start mm. looking more like your style than you really realize. Ah, you know? I like that. Yeah. Just That's put a good it way together. To it. That's your style. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, okay. okay. Well, so, yeah. Shopping. I mean, I. Shopping. I, you to be honest, that. I'm kind of doing some like setup, but yeah, I haven't done, I haven't, I'm trying, like, I don't think I really bought 
I don't know who, I don't know if I can say this, but like what, I don't know if I actually bought anything in the last week. What about you? I, well, okay. I, I had the urge. Well, I'm really looking at this place right now and thinking like, how can I declutter? What can I do? And, Mm. um, I'm trying to clean up our closets and there's a lot of wrapping paper in our closet. We have one closet. We have (laughs) standalone, we have like European standalone style closets. So it's really hard to explain, but anyway, um, we don't have like, yeah. yeah, like we don't have a door that goes into a different room. That's a closet. We have like big wardrobes and, um, one closet had like a lot of wrapping paper, like too much wrapping <laughs> paper for a year round space. So I went on a huge hunt to find just the perfect wrapping paper storage solution. And I actually found it at Ikea. <gasps> oh, and what does it look like? It's, Cause I knew, I knew this is something. It's so. part of their Scoob collection, I believe. And it's this, like, it's almost like a soft box that you construct with, because there's like little rigid panels that create like a box, like a structure in it. Yeah. That you I think fold I have out. Those. Yeah, yeah. You know which one I'm talking about. Well, anyway, this yeah. is like the most brilliant thing. It has handles on the outside. It has different compartments on the inside, the, mm-hmm. the zipper, like it zips up, you know, and like the, the panel, the flap that zips up has little compartments in it and for ribbons Ooh. and for tape and like um, Velcro fasteners. So you're, the rolls don't roll around in there and everything. So I was like $15. Amazing. I could not find anything. I, I just had a vision of a Rubbermaid that would be perfect and it does not exist actually anywhere. So, um, yeah. yeah, so this worked out really well, but on my, on my little hunt, I thought I'm going to go to winners because sometimes post Christmas winners has mm. bizarrely good markdowns of like just weird stuff. <laughs> Right? Yeah, just weird stuff. Yeah. Weird stuff. And I, I love the clearance section. <laughs> um, I just can't like I, I, I've learned to edit how I shop sales, but I, I'm just drawn to them. I just can't handle like the clearance, the lowest markdown. I just can't handle oh. I love it so much, right? It's like the thrill of it all. It's the I completely thrill. understand. So Preaching I, to the choir. Yeah. So I got <laughs> um Keel. Okay, there was a whole big stack of Keel's bar soaps. Um, at the winners, Keels, Keels, Keels. and these are the same Keels bar soaps that I think I paid twenty dollars each, fifteen or twenty dollars each for stocking stuffers this year. I found for three dollars each <laughs> in coriander, the body scrub formula, and That's I bought wild. like six of them. It's my soap for like basically the year. It'll last for a, or at least half a year. I think like a bar uh, month. Yeah, that's like you literally spent on one. On, and something I will use. That's exactly. so good. Yeah, if it's something, well, and I think that's, that's what you said about editing it. your sales. Yes, you like need to. Sales. Yeah, yeah, you you have to. You know, I get. I used to be very afflicted, and I still am by something that my friend Caitlin and I termed as sale goggles. So it's like we have a sale <laughs> yeah. goggle on, and and it makes us see differently. And I have a theory on the way that <laughs> so you can true. mitigate sales. So think of the brand, the worst brand that you would never buy. Just think of it in your head. Like for okay. some, it might be a Buffalo jeans. For some, <laughs> it might be Parasuco. For some, it might be, you know what I mean? Like Reitman's. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and now picture the thing that you're looking at on sale that's drastically marked down. Do you like that piece enough that if it was hanging in a Reitman's store, you would, for the same price, you would buy? Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't, right? You wouldn't like get it's, it. You wouldn't no. get it, Yeah. Or if you wouldn't no, wear it out. No, it's so true. 
Yeah. So um, that's always been a, a little bit of my barometer. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. I got that. Um, I've been doing some heavy duty um, like returns and just cleaning up. I took a whole bunch of stuff to consignment. I consigned a few pairs of jeans and a few sweaters that I had. And one of my sweaters sold for $240 (gasps) US. Let me just say this again. $240 US on on Grail. That's a ton of money. Yeah. On Grail. Grail. Okay. I was going to say, where are you selling this stuff? Well, I don't know if, yeah, Grail is like a menswear platform. I don't, I'm, they must have a women's wear, but you know, there's like Poshmark or Depop and yeah. all those types of things. Grail is really good. And yeah, I just shipped it out to someone in Denmark. So isn't that insane? <laughs> so people, yes. if you guys have some high ticket items, this is my big tip, tip for the week. Like go on, try and, try and get the money back from that. Like yeah, don't just try grailed. Try, try grailed. Yeah. Or if you're me, just keep hoarding your coats and refuse to give in. But well, I, that's why I'm so <laughs> passionate about you getting rid of some of these coats because, like, it's money back. Ones that you haven't worn in one year. I'm just saying. I'm just putting. Okay, it out but there that's again. like literally every coat I own. I like. Then what are we doing? you need to rethink some no, of the coat joking. strategy. We don't go outside. I don't know. Mm. I mean, we do go outside. Two years. Like, I just two mean, years. Yeah, I was like, okay. one year time frame is like out the window with this, right? Because it's like, <laughs> what do we do? No, you're no. I know. I, okay, well, when uh, I, I was know, putting I my to bed be... together, no, but it's true. When I was putting my bed together, and there was all this stuff, I had so much underbed storage, and I pulled it all out, and I'm like, what is all of this? I I don't even look at this. It, like, right? I don't even know what this is. And I had, was hoarding all these like extra sheets that I don't like and all these extra yeah. com- like I had like two extra duvets. I'm like, who do I think is coming you over? Like, what is you happening? You can't even use it. You need no, probably hardly any extra duvets because have you no. ever really hosted someone who didn't? Well, your mom would come and stay with you or friends and stuff like that. But yeah, seriously. But I know. I So I, I actually took um, three garbage bags of just like sheets and towels to um donation I'll, like Good. wash them all and got rid of them all and i was like yeah this and so everything good. kind of fits in the end oh, of my bed in that so drawer nice. now yeah so it was good i know the other thing i did want to say that i bought um so because i have part of our new year's resolutions um it's kind of i don't know if i mentioned this but sort of taking care of your stuff right like i was talking about how i went to a sho- i took a ton of shoes to like the shoemaker here in calgary and got up bunch of stuff fixed up. I got yes. some bags buffed up. I got some stuff. To, so oh I'm really God. committing to taking care of my products. Yes. Right? Like I'm, yeah, yes. what Don't I really love. buy it. Take care of what you have. Yes. Resole shoes, like fixed leather purses, like that kind of stuff. So um, I bought a bunch of those cashmere sweaters and I'm like, I really, I, I don't, I'm like mixed on dry cleaning. I mean, yeah. So I, anyways, I, I wanted to try like an at-home solution for these cashmere sweaters. So I bought the laundress. Um, oh. it's, it's a laundress, right? Yeah. The laundress have, has, so it came in. Yeah, it came in. Happy? I got it. I am. So I got the cashmere. I think it's the cashmere and wool, like soap. And then I got like a fabric spray too. That's good. Safe oh for cashmere just God. to kind of like freshen it, freshen so it up. Yeah. It's got like a cedar scent to it. Like, but not like a dominating cedar scent. Like mm-hmm. I, I think if you had told me like it, they call it cedar, I don't know if I would have known, but mm-hmm. I, anyways, I was so stressed, like putting these cashmere in like the washing machine cold cycle delicate put in the you know capfuls that it told you to came out beautifully like still so soft still feels like cashmere i lied it dried like laid it flat on like a towel to dry the sweaters 
look, they look great. So I got that worth the investment of, you know, if you're going to buy these nice things, I mean, it was like $30 for laundry detergent, but honestly, it's, it's so worth it. It's they, so worth it. And the spray yeah. is beautiful. Everything. Yes. We, we buy the Laundress Lilabo um, scents. So we buy the Centel 33 ooh, right. and it's really good. Like, um, that's another thing. Nice thing to wash your sweaters in. Like if you have Sweaters that can just handle regular detergent. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's a mild detergent, so it might be very similar to their cashmere formula. Um, It makes your your sweater smell for weeks, like really beautifully, or at least a week. Like it smells like Centel 33, which is the scent that Matt wears. Right, Um, yeah. So it's like a nice tie-in. I actually bought... No, I haven't. We have like two of them right now, but... It, it, it's the type of thing I would buy for a stocking stuffer for him or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. We treat yeah, ourselves. No. Yeah. <laughs> you do it. That's why we, I, we like that. That's why yeah. I love you. Get along. Yeah. So that's oh, kind that of, I love you that. Know, I like the yeah. whole, you know, like putting forward these like shopping resolutions into motion and, and taking care of that stuff and editing and relooking at all your, your stuff, like getting rid of a lot of that bedding is really hard to do. For someone who, yeah. you know, you just remember how expensive that might have been or um, you look at it and think there's nothing wrong with this. I should keep this. This is really good quality stuff. Um, but it's good to get it, get rid of it. It really is. It's good to let go. Yeah. And it's not really my style anymore. Some of the sheets were like this really bold, like gray and yellow, like floral set. I'm like, hey, I don't really recall a time that this would have been something that I would have been... Like now you had no like, memory of these sheets. No, I was like, did I ever put these in my bed? Like, really? <laughs> I feel like I'm like white and gray, white and gray. Yeah. And even gray, I was like, I got rid of all the gray stuff and it's only white sheets. I'm like, I don't know. Like, it just doesn't feel like me anymore. I love like white sheets. I anymore. love, love white sheets. Although, oh my God, you, one of the, what? my next bed, um, the sheets and everything are going to be pink. What? Pink. Oh, because I read like I was reading the Martha Stewart living um, 30th anniversary and Kevin Sharkey, their creative director, said that everyone looks good when they're waking up on pink. Oh, it's the most flattering color to be. Like what color of pink? Like what shade of pink? Yeah, it has to be like right. And I think that yeah. if I were to look at Parachute or Brooklinen or something, I must. Um, yeah. gonna, I'm going to check out their pinks. I'm but picturing like a dusty, like a dusty rose or like a... Well, a dusty rose can be hard. Oh, I have a story about that. It's going to yeah. come up soon. Okay. About dusty rose. And I'm not, not even pink. kidding you. Well, millennial okay. pink and dusty rose are two different colors. I know. Yeah. I it's know. not quite dusty rose. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I, this is a really good segue into our theme for this um, this week's episode. episode. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Sarah had this brilliant idea. Do you want to explain... Um, your thoughts on this theme. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about trends for 2021. And I've always, I joked when I said to Ricky, I wanted to do this. I was like, you know that I love to fancy myself as a trend forecaster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like this would be a dream job. Like I would love to be a trend forecaster one day. Like I would what a cool love, job. You know, once when I was working at Fashion Quarterly Magazine, we sat in, a trend forecaster came in and did a session <sighs> with us. And so cool. there, I can't remember I can't remember the agency. There's a a few huge global agencies that do trend forecasting and they forecast like 10, 20 years in the future. Like it's insane what, what they're looking at because, um, you know, the trends that pop up in 
the world are not, they're by design. They're not by mistake. They're not that, you know, someone is doing like hashtag van life. Someone 10 years ago, I'm not even kidding you, 15 years ago saying, yeah. you know what, there's going to be an, I'm, and you know, oh my goodness, that trend forecaster said that this whole like transient gypsy lifestyle is going to really take people by whole, um, you know, take their imagination and they're going to like run away with it. They're going to always want to feel like they're free and like frolicking and, <gasps> you know, and everything. It's this the millennials. Band, like, I think it's the millennials, yeah. right? So they're doing yeah. all this crazy, amazing research and then putting it into such detail of color pattern, all the inspiration. It's really fascinating. Sarah, oh, you would do so it. well at this little, <laughs> like find out how to, be a trend forecaster, honestly. Like, I don't know how someone gets there. Just like, um, you know, with a strong marketing background or I don't know. Maybe just like a, no clue, a thing. They just know. I also, I can see it back in those, that day, there used to be that mythical job of like the Chanel person who's hired by Chanel, who goes all around the world and just tries to find retail spaces for them and goes and hangs out in cool neighborhoods. And like, I think a lot of that has ended, but, um, there were always these jobs that seemed so glamorous and so great, but trends was definitely like, would be such a great thing to be in. Yeah, I know. Like just like it's such a niche anyways. So that's why like fulfilling my lifelong fantasy of being a trend forecaster, we, I wanted to talk, I wanted to talk about this. Okay, so, so um, we're, yeah, we're going to do three topics. We're going to do mm-hmm. home, home and decor, yep. uh, fashion and beauty. Yeah. So which the, one do you want to go? The three big ones. The three big ones. The, the things that matter for trend forecasting, right? I know. What do you um, want to go with first? Let's start with home. Mm. Home decor. Because we're that's kind of talking about all of this. Yeah, like you know, that's the first and, one that I wrote yeah. down. That's the first one that kind of popped up to me. Okay, so in true Sarah and Ricky fashion, we are not... Actually, no, I'm going to call us in true the consumerist fashion. When yeah. we, we refer to us now. It's not Sarah and Ricky. It's the consumerist. Yes. Um We'll make Matt refer to us as that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the only person. Um, we didn't tell each other what we think the trend is. So we each came yeah. up with one trend and we didn't tell the other one what our trend is. So we very well likely could have the same trends. So yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, because then it means that we're really looking at the pulse, yes. of, pulse of what's happening and, and it's kind of like verified. So, um, okay, okay, Sarah, it was your idea for this uh, theme. Start with your home <laughs> trend. I think sort of like the vintage vibe, the antique vibe is going to come back in a big way. I think it's been like people have been interested in antique and sort of, you know, kind of adding pieces to their house, but it's going to explode in the next couple of years. I think mid-century modern is on its way out the door. And I don't mean mid-century modern when I say vintage, I mean kind of mean older. I'm, I'm like thinking even older than that. Oh, okay. I'm thinking like really ornate vintage frames. I'm thinking like weird sort of like vintagey, like textile prints that people are finding crocheted blankets. Like, Oh my yeah. God. So remember how cool, um, in like the nineties, the friends apartment looked and it was yeah. very like vintage and, and kind of like eclectic and yes. ornate and, you know, thrown together and that was like so different for people to see and then things got really like streamlined and modern and minimalist and nothing you know nothing was anywhere and it was all (laughs) just clean lines and everything like that so do you think that's like kind of the echo or the 
you know, the... I think so. Yeah. I think that's what's coming. I think it's funny because we kind of went... Yeah, it, it's it's like almost back. I think like the mid-century modern thing was huge, like the low-slung furniture. I don't think that's going... I don't think... I mean, there's something very timeless about that, but I'd say like the mass manufacturing of the mid-century modern might kind of scale back a little bit. You know, and it's there might ruined be more, yeah. it, it, that yeah. look in a lot of, lot of ways because yeah. the, the fun thing about mid-century was like real mid-century, right? Like yeah. finding the real pieces and everything. But what I think people did right about mid-century this time around um, was that they, they pick and, cho- you know, picked and cho- chose yeah. what, what worked well in their aesthetic. And I think the thing that would work well this time around with even older vintage is that people will do the same thing. Absolutely. And I think that's what style is. It's, it's not, style is not being a slave to trends. Like yeah. style is knowing what your style is and you, you pick and choose the Ooh. trends as you see fit to them. Right. That's what true style is. So I love this, Sarah, this is a good trend forecast because I've been feeling it kind of validates some of my feelings about what I think, you know, is cool again or what I'm really leaning towards. And I would say that I've got more and more on my walls and I've got Mm -hmm. more ornate, like patterned rugs and things like that. And I'm just feeling it more. I just want a little bit more of a, a glint in my, in my home decor. Absolutely. I think even like, I know it's candlesticks became like a really big trend in the last, like during lockdown, but even like, it's funny, like, I know it doesn't seem vintage, but like a candlestick in and of itself is like, and these like sort of brass holders yeah, and all like this stuff, candelabra that's like very, very vintage inspired, right? Like, so there's like totally. this sort of like start, it's starting to show up in ways that you maybe aren't aware of it. But I think like digging through vintage shops are going to have like a huge, like I, I know like I'm super obsessed with being like, okay, I want to go to like, you know, those big warehouse type vintage shops and Love like it. dig through things. I'm like pulling out, oh my God, I have four, I'm not joking you because of like my grandmother's and like my mom's all this. I have four formal dining sets. Like I could throw a dinner party for seriously 65 people with like formal China. Oh <laughs> like my I have God, like all of I this stuff. That. Yeah. So I'm like going to start pulling pieces out and like bringing them back and like how I can put them in. And yeah, I, I think, um, you know what the cool twist on it now is that you, you should just use those things without formality. Yeah, and that's I totally plan to do. Like, just just put them into my life again. It's the idea of like using things, just pulling using the stuff it. out, just yes. using it. It's all meant to be used. It's survived a hundred years, seventy five yes. years, fifty years, whatever. Let's use it. Gone are the days of the the living room that no one has ever s- sat in. <laughs> you Absolutely, know, gone, yeah. gone are those days. Like we need to utilize it all. Um, well, that's interesting segue in a way to mine yeah, and so it's actually say, different Sarah it's, mine is different than ah. yours so I th- really see that you know even above uh beauty and fashion I think home and decor is going to be a trend in itself like yeah. I think that people are really investing in their interior spaces um right now more than ever because they're realizing that um, home can be a lot more than just where you lay your head. You know, you it, it, sure. it's probably going to be where you're working in 2021. And it's probably <laughs> going to be where you're, you know, doing your um, entertaining you, because you're not yeah. really getting, you know, together. You really need to love this space. Um, but what I really think is that um, you're going to need to make a functional workspace in every Ooh. home. 
Yes. And and not only that, but like a workspace that is separate from your personal um, other space. Like, can we both agree that an office (laughs) at a dining room table works one day a week or one week a month? But after one year at being at your dining room table and that and, and having to kind of like, you know, either eat there or close it, like put it all away every night so your family can be there is is really, really hard. Right. It's really bad for your separating, you know, it's just separating agree more. work life yeah. from personal life and everything. And I think that we're go- going to really invest in that and, and create er- really ergonomic spaces, um, yep. no matter how big your home is. So, um, I have like a fair size condo. Um, and I really think that if I were to know that I'm working from home here for another year, I am going to set up a specific dedicated office space. That's not you know, at my kitchen counter type of thing it's, or on the island. It's so, it's exactly what I've been thinking. I'm really? like looking around the space and like, it's so funny. That is, that is definitely something I'm like, I need to figure this out. So whether or not it's like to, truly for me to the point of like, do I move? Because I'm like, I need to find a way to incorporate this yeah. space. So it's like, do I, cause I really, in my house, it, there is really a lack of, um, that space to do that. Like I've, right. I've tried to like experiment with different things, but it's just like not really working. So it's like, yeah, that I a hundred percent. That's agree. That will become a focus in a way that we've never really had to focus on. That we've never really had to think about, it's right? So like, true. I just, yeah, our house it's, has a lot new, different meanings. Now. It has a lot of different <laughs> meanings and functions, and and yeah. you know everything. And um, like, God forbid, God forbid, you have children, but oh, you God. know, could you imagine them working no. from home as well? It's I, I, you know, you just really have to start thinking about separating the spaces out a little bit more. For sure. And I think, yeah, so then you're going to see all this like functional, I think with that, you're going to see all this kind of like functional but fashionable office wear in a way you've never seen before. So you're going to see cooler looking desks, cooler looking chairs. You're going to see everything. It's all, all that's coming. And it's already, it's kind of here, but it's going to keep, it's going to keep growing for sure. Yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah. Last year when Matt knew that he was going to be working from home for sure, Um, we went and bought him an, a Herman Miller office chair. Uh, Right. And it is so good for him because, you know, it just saves your body and, and all those types of things. So those types of investments too, like investment in that, um, is going to really pay off. Yeah. It might be the new reality now. Right. So, yeah. Okay. So well, the next in my the line is um, fashion. Oh, per- mine too. Really? That's oh, funny. I love That's it. How I did mine. Kay. Okay, then I'll go first because um, yep. you went first last time, Sarah. So <laughs> um, I'm I'm going to speak from a menswear point of view. Okay. Um, and it's probably not just like I I I think it would resonate with you too. I think that we're actually going to move away from this like as athleisure or high end, um, like leisure wear at home 24 seven. Like, I don't think, right. Like, I don't think people are going to want to wear elastic waistbands and, (laughs) and fleece anymore for 2021, because I think it's going to remind them too much of 2020. And I think that, Um, we're going to start investing in basics that are more timeless and we're going to really have fewer clothes, but spend more money on those pieces. Um, 
And I think, and I think we still want to create a separation in our day. If we're working from home, for example, I think we're still going to want to dress for work, have it's okay to have a waistband that isn't stretchy because it, it reminds you of how, you know, what your real waistline is and like all Ugh. those types of things, right? Like it's true. Yeah. It's really, you know, it's good in that way because I, then I think at five o'clock or six o'clock when you're done work and you put on your athleisure, your more casual wear, you will be creating a mental separation from work to the rest of your life. And I think that's more important than ever right now because it's everything is blurring like I'm just blurred you know like, yeah for sure that's why I started oh, this is really weird but I think that's why I started drinking wine every day because when I, I would ethically I would never drink wine while I'm working so yeah when I start that wine I'm done work and that's mm. my signal to myself that I am not working because I don't drink on the job. I am drinking when the job is done. So that's the, that signals the end of my work day. It's too, you know, it's a mental kind of separation. So I think things like moving away from a, a workspace that is something like on your dining room table or somewhere in your bedroom or something like that. And moving away from, you know, just wearing pajamas all day yeah, <laughs> um, or yeah. sweatpants or, you know what I mean? Um, much, will, yeah. will help that help you mentally. Huh. Yeah. I like I, that. Yeah. yeah. And like for me, like one way I I'm starting to do that. I'm dressing up way more during the day than I ever you have. You are good for that. Yeah. Well, I was starting to get a little sloppy. I really I was. You. I yeah, can't picture I was. sloppy. I but... felt like I was. Um, and I've started dressing up a little bit more and I, um, I think the purchase that I need to do is a pair of really beautiful high-end like house shoes. And I think like those, yes. pop, those poppy barley house shoes or mm-hmm. like uh, Jimmy Choo makes an amazing loafer. <laughs> cool. Oh, um, I like that. Right. Like, or something like that, like a loafer a cool that's loafer. so beautiful yeah. <laughs> for just yeah. your home. Indoor yeah. Shoe. I love that. It's going to make you feel shoe. like, just like elevated during that day. So you're saying I should give up my fuzzy slippers? That I wear yeah, every day. I don't know. Like, what if you wore them? <laughs> well, you know, in the spirit of this, what if you wore them until you're ready to work at eight or nine in the morning, and then you put on your poppy barley house shoes yeah. and that look super cute, and then at five o'clock or six o'clock in the evening, you put on your fuzzy slippers again. Flip them over. Yeah. yeah. You're right. I don't, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm with you. I hope the uh, athleisure trend. I mean, I feel like the athleisure trend was always kind uh, of like trying to poke its head out. And I was like, okay, just cool it. And then now it's took full swing. It took full hold of us because of this. And obviously out of necessity, yeah. it needed to. But you're right. I think the capsule wardrobe and the evolution of that and like the investing in the um, sustainable fashion, everyone mm-hmm. kind of knows. Like these are things that are going to keep coming. I don't think they're going anywhere. Well, yeah. yeah. And it's the same thing. Like, you know, why you don't need to have much of a variety of a wardrobe, especially if you're working from home and you're no. just on Zoom calls. But if you have like top quality, top, top, top notch pieces, guaranteed, I trust me, it'll make you feel better every day. Yeah. No, I agree. For sure. Yeah. Okay. What's yours? I feel like you you hit kind you kind of hit mine, but like in just the terms of like sort of more minimalist and that kind of stuff. But the one if I I there's a couple like very specific trends that I think are coming for women, and oh, one good. of them I was like very excited about, and I'm like because I feel like this is my style, so I'm kind of excited about it. Um, I think like 
in, while we're kind of evolving from this sort of um, athleisure, we're going to get more like oversized clothing, oh right? Oh so my you're gonna, God. Right? Like it's going to... I it's was... Like, Going to put that as my second one. Were you mm-hmm. oversized? Yes, like bigger shapes. And I know you have those pants from Uniqlo that you love that are like like a weird kind of like shape. I think you're going to see this biggest, like a lot more. Yes, playing mm-hmm. with shape a lot more. Yes. And I'm not even kidding you. The reason, say for example, like for me, I, I, I'm playing around a little bit more. I'm wearing all these like crazy shapes at home and I'm like, I like this. So I'm getting used to it without mm-hmm. having to be like, Look at me, like walking down the streets of Calgary. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm kind yeah. of like just experimenting. I love that. Yeah, I think you're gonna see volume. Like you're already kind of seeing like oversized, like the the big romantic puff sleeve thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of was like a thing that kind of came out last year. The billowy blouses. It's all gonna keep coming. Like I think the rise of like the house dress became a thing mm-hmm. where everyone was wearing these sort of like oversized dresses and like long sleeves, and it's gonna kind of evolve into more like a modern. Ro- like again, it's like a romantic. There's like a dreaminess to some of this stuff, and then I also think the one thing that I'm excited about is, um, and you you'll know this is like sort of the oversized boyfriend shirt like that's going to be it continue to be a huge trend oh like my long God. shirts big shirts like oversized shirts like i think the days of crop like are reaching their end with us right so. i agree you know i'm really very interested personally in denim shirts and oxford chambray. shirts Ugh. and chambray and everything like i'm i am going to invest in that um come this spring. Um, yeah. and I'm going to kind of live in those and they're going to, they're not going to be like the fitted. They're going to be more boxy. Yeah. Um, and it's going to look so good. Oh, I remember one of my favorite pieces I have is like, I bought a, um, I bought a men's club Monaco shirt and like a button love. down and like a gray and a black stripe. And I love it. And it's oversized and it's just like, it's kind of cool. You can kind of wear it off the shirt. Like, pull it over to one side, not off the shoulder, but like just kind of, yeah, no, I think I know, that but it lands, it lands in different places and it looks yeah. slouchy and cool. Like yeah. I, I totally, totally agree. I'm really loving like wearing more of a boxy silhouette, um, right now. Yeah. It was oh, that's slim, coming. slim, slim. Yeah. It was cut, cut, cut. It was, um, you know, really slim cut everything was skinny and I think that's kind of yeah it's on the way up you know I remember it was maybe in the mid to late 2000s that it really came out like these shapes these really um Audrey Hepburn-esque Givenchy Balmain shapes where you would Mm -hmm. have like a like a a capri or like a skinny pant and like an oversized top, you know, yeah, really exaggerated in that way. I I would love to see that. I know, like a cigarette, more. the cigarette jean and the cigarette like, jean yeah. and like a, a boyfriend shirt. Totally, <laughs> Best. and I that's that's my vibe. Like, yeah, I think that I think you're gonna see like some like all trends. You're gonna see some like ridiculous over exaggerations, like you know the the widest flared jeans you can like baggy jeans like I mean and again it's like with like I said true style is is finding what trend if you know what if the trend of the skinny jean is always something that works for you and you don't oh. ever want to give it up don't ever give it up who cares like absolutely it's not, it's not gonna look it's not gonna no. look wrong it's it's no. gonna look so good on on you because you know how to wear it you're you've probably invested in great pieces if you know it works for you and it's a forever yeah for sure absolutely okay can I just say 
one thing that I'm like so excited for it to go away. So these are the things I think are coming. Oh my God. There's so many trends that I cannot wait for them to die. Um, the biggest one though, I'm like, please is bike shorts. Like I don't want to see bike shorts in 2021 unless you're maybe at the gym. Like I, even Truly then, like, I don't know. What am I? Even then, are know. they necessary? <laughs> I know. I want to say goodbye to bike shorts. Like, and bike shorts, I mean, yeah. When I, the whole trend was like a cropped. Well, Haley like Baldwin or someone. Yeah. yeah. They really. Just like running errands. No. Well, it's this throwback, no. like really referential throwback to the nineties. Yes. That, that is the root of all the these problems. I know. And then with that, like the micro sunglasses, the teeny little purses, nothing. I don't want, I don't want to see any of this. I want it gone. I don't if, want it in my face. If <laughs> I see you wearing a purse that can only hold one loony, then <laughs> first of all, I know that you don't have any money because there's nothing to, first of all, you wasted it all on this purse. And mm-hmm. second of all, you don't have a credit card in there and you can't treat me to brunch. And I don't want to be seen with you. No, I'm kidding. It's so true. (laughs) But it is kind of ridiculous. It's so silly. It's just like the micro everything. I'm like, no, let's just, no. No. It's it's too much. Like I just, no. Love it. You know, I just saw a friend of mine, um, Lauren on, um, I love her. She's got great style. She just um, was gifted, I think, this like, amazing camera bag from Burberry. Like it's like that camera size, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. And that is perfect. You know what we all need right now is we need a bag that fits our iPhone, our wallet, our hand sanitizer mask, our mask. And that's it. Yep. It's true. No. Yeah. Like that size. I definitely like have such a range of sizes of bags and yeah, to something to like grab, to take on your walk with you. I mean, I don't even hate, I don't hate the fanny. Yeah. I don't even hate the fanny pack. Like trend. I mean, it's very functional for like walk times. I have one when I'm like wearing, you know, out on a walk with a sweater and tights on or something and like throwing that on if I need it. So, but then I also have some smaller crossbody bags. Like there's just, yeah, I think the function again, but it's like the functionality of these things. It's not just like, I don't know. I don't think anyone looks cool. You cannot convince me that someone looks good in micro sunglasses. Like you just can't. I don't. No, I've always thought it looked terrible. Do you remember? I always thought it looked so stupid. Like remember um, Dwayne Wayne on Different World? Are you too young for that? Yeah, I don't know that. Uh, I don't know that reference. (laughs) There was like a real trend in the 90s of like super small, like little bottle cap sunglasses. And this guy on a sitcom had them. And I hated them then and I hate them now. Yeah. Also, uh, Dracula, um, Nosferatu in um, Bram Stoker's Dracula, Francis Ford Coppola wore these little bottle cap sunglasses. (laughs) And I'm like, who would think that's cool? I'm sorry. I love this obscure reference, but yes, absolutely. Stick to like, your Ray-Ban Wayfarer. Any? Yes. Okay, I'm going to right now define the definitive um, sunglasses that everyone should wear. Tell me. It's the Wayfarer. It's mm-hmm. the, it's the, these three, first three are, are all um, Ray-Ban. Wayfarer, but the original mm-hmm. that are slanted. Mm-hmm. The Aviator. Mm-hmm. Absolutely acceptable. Matt begs to differ because whenever I put them on, he almost doesn't want to be seen with me. I have those. I've had like three pairs of those. Them. They're the I classic. I love them. Yeah. They're classic. Um, the Clubmaster, which is like, it's kind of straight on the top and then has gold have, circular underneath. This. The best. Yeah. <laughs> Clubmaster, the best. 
But then the fourth one that I'm going to shock you with is Oliver Goldsmith. I think it's I Goldsmith. Know. It's um, the style that they created for Audrey Hepburn for Breakfast at Tiffany's. You can buy them still to this day. Those sunglasses that she is wearing when she's staring into the Tiffany store. Yeah are still available to this day. They're the iconic. They're the best. They're like 500 bucks. I think they are one of the nicest styles of sunglasses. So stick to those four and you're set for life. Everyone. I love that. They're the, the Manhattan, I think is the is what they're called. Right? Like the style I think is called the Manhattan. Manhattan. That sounds right. Or it's not the Audrey, is it? Well, I think it says like Manhattan. I just Googled it because I was like, ooh, now I need to know. Is it it's Oliver? Like Man- it's Manhattan and then it's Aud- it's uh, Oliver Goldsmith. Yeah. Oliver and it's Goldsmith. called the Audrey Hepburn. And yeah, how much are right, they US? Style. I'm looking at 535. Yep. I think this is worth US every penny. Me in. Oh, worth every penny. Okay. Love. Yeah. Those okay. styles are all, you know, I'm a big fan of the biggest sunglasses I can put on. Oh, my God. Right now. Oh, my God, Sarah. Those gigantic black ones. Oh, my God, Sarah. <laughs> what? You should what? really get this pair. You would I look know. so good in them. I would look so good in these. You would look very good in them. Okay, good to okay. know. Great. I'll add Our, it to my... Okay, speaking of looking good, Sarah, you beauty. always have like amazing beauty. Your skin looks wonderful. Oh you God, always you. look flawless. And I love what your <sighs> hair is doing lately. Life. Okay, so as an aside, I just will say this is not my beauty trend, but this is 100% going to be the hair trend of 2021. It is unequivocally, you cannot convince me of otherwise. It will be returned to the shag... And I've been experimenting with the shag for the last eight months. It will take hold of everyone in 2021. It is the ultimate like low maintenance haircut. It's true. Right? Like just sort of like layered, like you can just do whatever you want with it. And you can mess it up and it's textured and it's great. It's perfection with a curtain bang. And I am getting a curtain bang. Like I will have a curtain bang the next time I'm allowed out in public. It's like you're a prophetess because my, (laughs) I'm not kidding. My friend Kate, I'm sorry, Caitlin, if you're listening, I'm referencing you so much in this episode, but (laughs) Caitlin and I talk incessantly about shopping incessantly as much as you and Sarah, Sarah and I like do. So yeah. So she's getting that. I think she's getting that exact same cut it must it's yep. a wave people want it's this happening. It's but happening. Let, let me just say that um just respect the length when you're there's a there's a there's a thing i've talked about this on the podcast before that you just need to have longer hair when you're young and as you age it just <laughs> slowly gets shorter Yes, you have said that. Yes. So yeah, don't worry. I'm not, I won't, I won't take the length off. Maybe we'll even put my extensions back in. I don't know. We'll see how crazy I feel like in 2021. I you know, know what? Your hair is just doing so, such good things. I don't know. Okay. Oh, thank you. This kind of ladders up. I think I better go first on this one because okay. this ladders up to my trend. Okay. Let's hear it. Okay. So I think that we there actually I have two, so I'll go really fast. So okay. I think one of the trends will be that since we cannot visit and our estheticians, our hairdressers, our makeup artists, our permanent makeup artists, everything as often, or it won't be as reliable, I think that we're going to find trends and find styles that are less maintenance. Yes, so, absolutely. So I think that this shag cut Mm -hmm. is going to be in because it's less maintenance 
yeah, because it's, like it's going to look good. That, right? it, it's going to look good as it grows out. Because if 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 we're on lockdown for another six months and you can't get to the hairdresser, then it's gonna it's just going to grow out fine. And uh-huh. and the type of hair color that you're going to look for is going to be the type that's going to look great when it grows out and it's going to look mm-hmm. cool with roots. And I don't think we're going to be getting you know as much permanent makeup or lash extensions or any of that stuff because it's just unreliable. So true. RIP lash extensions, but RIP <laughs> lash extensions. So they're starting, they starting to get a little comical to me. i uh, not, not on you. I would never like you get, when was, the, no. have you been getting them lately? No, I haven't had them in you like You haven't two had years. them for a long time. Yeah. Maybe 18 months, but yeah, but I, I have there's seen some that some. are out of control. <laughs> just too much. You know, I think People it's can't started. Open their eyes. Literally, like, have problems. <laughs> I know. Blinking. It looks like there's like glue sticking yeah. their eyes down, like holding them down. So it's, it's like that wanting more, wanting more. It's wanting like more the, and more. Well, you, you know, get it's really like, used to yeah everything, and then you want more, longer, synthetic, bigger, or fuller, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah bigger, yeah. fuller. And it's starting to look a little ridiculous. So if people have to pair that back, then I think it's good. And same with like, (laughs) you know, and and hair extensions and everything. Like if you can't Mm. make it back, like, you know, to get those up kept, it's just not going to look good. Right. So yeah, when I, when mine came out, like at beginning of lockdown, I was like, these are not going back in, like not going back in. Until I'm committed, like they're not, they're not arriving during the pandemic again. But you know, with your Olaplex, you're. Your hair is so much thicker and great. Like I, I just Thank think you. that you know. Okay, and that is a that is a great segue into my next one. I think that we are wearing less makeup. We're wearing less, less, less. Doing yeah. less to our hair, and <clears throat> it's flourishing. It's like what the world did to <laughs> nature during COVID. We just drove less, <laughs> and like suddenly there are dolphins in the canals of Venice. <laughs> We have noticed. Yeah, we let things breathe. We yeah. let things breathe, and we notice <laughs> that our skin looks good without pancake foundation. And we notice that our lashes are actually really beautiful. And yep. we notice that like our hair is great without extensions. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and and everything's recharging and resetting a little bit because we're also have a little bit more time on our hands. Some of us. I'm not saying that everyone does because I think a lot yeah. of people have a lot less personal time <laughs> on their hands, but I'm talking from my crazy weird situation and maybe yeah. a bit yours, mm-hmm. you know, I, I have concentrated on skincare so much more. And I think skincare and hair care and the, the basics of, yep. um, of skin and hair health are going to be the trend for 2021. We agreed on something. That's exactly what mine was. No. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Tell me your yes. thoughts on that. Exactly the same. I I, I had written down that the minimalist um, with like hair and beauty trend is here to stay. It's not going anywhere. Um, I've heard it referred to as skinimalism, which skin-imalism. I don't love that term. But it's if like skinimalism, dinky up, ding. I know that's what I'm thinking of. Like when I saw it, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this, but I, <laughs> I kept seeing that word everywhere, and it's it's a commitment. It's yeah, it's about using really good products. It's about understanding actual skincare. It's about like tone, paring things down, like letting your face breathe, finding ways to like enhance, not necessarily cover up your features. Right. Mm -hmm. So that kind of, so like the big trend I think that started and will continue if there's like one specific part of that, it's like everyone's obsessed with the idea of like glowy, dewy skin, like matte, 
like matte everything is out and it's all about like glue like being dewy which right? is which is much more of a natural state for a lot of people yeah you it's know we, we used to call really... it shiny <laughs> yeah <laughs> the blotting papers like yeah. constantly and stuff i know and so i i i love it and i think i think i mean i i've many times googled like best products for dewy skin and like a whole list of things come up but really i think the the trend like if you kind of read between the lines of what it all is it's really like what you're putting on your skin before you're even putting makeup on your skin so it's about like super hydrated skin mm -hmm. not being afraid of like some putting oils and serums and um hyaluronic acid is going yeah. to be like hyaluronic every, acid yes. is such an important step yeah. It is the thing that's going to keep your skin looking dewy and plumped and great every day. And um, exfoliating your skin. And like, exfoliating. I feel like people always forget that step. It's like exfoliating your skin. So I, for, in terms of like hyaluronic, I use a marine hyaluronic, like the ordinary. the ordinary, I use the ordinary serums. Like mm -hmm. you don't need to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on this stuff. Like the ordinary serums are like <gasps> eight to $14. Oh like it's. Oh my God. And you, Matt so got good. me a starter kit for Christmas. And Ooh. I am just telling you, I love it. I it's love so it. I love it, love I it, use, love it. I use that, the Hyaluronic. I use the Buffet. I use um, the Rosehip Oh, the oil? oil? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I use that. I, I think this is the Buffet and the um, Hyaluronic I use every day. But I think the, the Rosehip I use like every other day or every third day. Um, cause it can make your face really oily, but I mix it in with my moisturizer mm -hmm. and then I just bought, actually that was another thing I just bought. I've only been using it for about three or four days is the caffeine one for under eyes. Oh yeah. I'm kind of convinced I have bags under my eyes. Like, huh. I don't know. Like I'm getting like a, like there's a bag, there's a, there's a thing forming. So I don't know. You know what? I might get that surgically taken care of <laughs> one day soon. We'll see. But yeah, so we, we have the same trend. I mean, I that, that beauty trend, it's there. It's not going anywhere. The, uh, yeah. Two things that Tell I will me. never part with are a daily retinol routine. So retinols yes. every day. Yeah. Um, I however think you about that. Yeah, yeah. The sooner the better because it's going to um, slowly turn around all those skin cells. It's slowly, it takes a long time for like, you know, just for, um, De department store for uh, retinols to really work, right? Like, so yeah. you need to incorporate it as soon as possible. It's going to start to get rid of your, um, not, not your, but like sun damage in general or, yeah. you know, skin cells that are precancerous and those types of things. So it's a really, really good active ingredient to put on your skin every single day. And the studies, okay. it's the most studied skincare ingredient um, yeah. and known to be the most effective. And the other thing is find your SPF that works for you and use it Ugh. every day, even if you're don't think you go outside. You and I are big believers in the in the what do you SPF use? and covering up your face. Um, I have a bunch of stuff. I have the, uh, one of the Clinique moisturizers that has SPF 35 in it or 30 in it. And sometimes I'll just use that on a daily basis. Um, I like the Aveeno one. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. What was the other one that I tried this year? I can't remember it now. I know it's like escaping me. I think it's, I think I've just kind of stuck with the Aveeno and the Clinique, to be honest. You know like what? those were good enough for me. Yeah. Those are probably really, really quality, high quality sunscreens yeah. and really super good to your skin and everything. I use the CeraVe Skin Renewing one. Ooh. It's got, um, it's got a retinol in it and 
a zinc oxide sunscreen, 10%, which is really, really important when you're putting a retinol on during the day. You need a really, really, really high quality sunscreen. So it kind of counteracts all that. And I'm loving it. I also really like the um, Supergoop Unseen Screen. Any of the Supergoop products are really good. I know. When you had that this summer and I tried a bit and was like, oh my God. But then it was sold out forever and I was like, okay, I don't. Yeah, now it's back. But maybe in the summer you'll, you'll be interested. Yeah. Well, oh my God, we might come in, like we might come in right in an hour. Like I, it's hard to tell. Is that an hour? I don't know. I don't know. We're there. We're right there. Yeah. Guys. Well, that's it for beauty. Tell us what you're, or all the trends. What are your trends? Are you going to follow our trends? (laughs) Yeah. Should I be a trend forecaster? Like should, are you going to give Sarah a job in trend forecasting? (laughs) All of the jobs that are available in that field. (laughs) Yeah. Such a big field right now. Calgary's just brimming. Let us know if you find any good white sales or if you go white sale shopping or I don't know. And well, I will, you know, I'll do my due diligence for everyone and find, hunt down the white sales and find out when they're starting. And the Bays know, is 90% starting this weekend. So The Bays is starting soon. And and there are other sales. Like I remember our friend Katie and I going to Le Creuset at this time of the year. Oh. And finding insane because they discontinue one or two colors every year. Mm-hmm. And That's those, right. Oh my God, guys, if you want Le Creuset, this is the time to do it because then they do like a spring launch with their new color and that oyster <laughs> roaster that you want or the weird yes. red that came out or something like that, like the millennial pink, it's going to be 50 to 75% off. So okay. another tip, word to the wise. Yes, this is a good time. It, there's a lot of sneaky sales. A lot of sneaky sales, in. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it for us. Goodbye, everyone. Happy shopping.